Mobile wallet technology has been around for more than a decade, but recently it seems as if the world is going a bit wallet crazy. According to various market research, the global mobile wallet market is projected to grow at an annual rate of 37% over the next few years. Now, Africa ranks second in the world in terms of mobile money usage per continent, but this is mainly thanks to the efforts of Kenyan mobile payment pioneers M-Pesa. Yet South Africa, with the most developed financial services industry on the continent, lags behind on mobile payment terms. A reason for this is definitely security. Even though making mobile transactions on the various app stores seems safe at a glance, one can never be too sure. Technology analyst Brendan Tom explains how hackers and fraudsters are catching unsuspecting victims. Basically, from a base point, when you got your mobile device, it's always a bit of a clever idea to set up like a lock, like a lock screen. Lots of people like their pin locks or their pattern locks, and with the new Samsung and iPhones, you can actually do a fingerprint lock as well. So that's, from a base level, is a good idea. Now, while mobile wallets do seem sketchy, the service can help users to be financially connected. In South Africa, transactions are accessible to those with or without bank accounts. Now, this has made huge strides in reaching the 7 million people in South Africa who, according to Vodacom's estimates, earn salaries but do not have their own bank accounts. In addition to mobile payments, a mobile phone subscriber can deposit value into their mobile account and then allow the recipient to turn that value back into cash. But how exactly does a fraudster target a service such as this? Tom says people are getting hoodwinked without even knowing it. The biggest form of fraud that people are doing is phishing. So they'll send you fictitious links to their websites where they will get your access details for your banking. And then they can also don't ever log into like public areas. So if you're going to log onto your banking on like a public network, people can actually have keyloggers and malware to record what you're writing down and they'll save your details. Now, together with SIM swap and SIM cloning, they will actually clone your SIM card and access your banking details using those two methods. With mobile fraud on the increase around the world, safeguarding your mobile money and cash, for that matter, is just one aspect. Viruses, malicious apps and programs meant to slow down and ultimately deem your phone or tablet useless are the problems that mobile users have to contend with. Online payment service provider PayU is the country's leader in e-commerce payment and prides itself in bringing its client services that are safe and secure. The company's chief operations officer, Johan Decker, says that while it is difficult to spot fraudulent sites and apps, most mobile app stores have a top developer tab indicating that a specific developer is indeed trusted. The app stores are looking at the developer base and giving them accreditation based on uh, their own investigations as well as the user feedback. And I think that's an important guideline to follow, number one. I think also what you need to do is visit the developer site, on Facebook and other social communities, Twitter, get some feedback or what's the general feedback on developers, look at how long they've been in the market and basically try and work with trusted uh, app developers as far as you can. Now, another way in which fraudsters are gaining information is through email providers such as Gmail or Outlook, where many users unknowingly save credentials and logins whereby another user can gain access to it, even when that specific device has been shut down. Decker says that people need to be more aware of what their mobile devices are capable of, adding that it is important that sensitive information stays in one's mind and not their mobile. Important that you should not save sensitive data or your logging details on the device that you accessing the internet or accessing applications with. Similar to you know what the user used to uh, being told by the bank, don't store your PIN in your purse. 
I think that's a, a very basic rule that the customers need to understand. And although there's a lot of sites with different passwords, you know, don't, just don't save them on the device. Keep them separate or um, try and keep them simple to remember, like a birthday phrase. Remote wiping is available on a number of devices today and it allows a user to delete all their sensitive content from their device, even if it has been stolen. While many people do know of the service, most of them don't know that it has to be activated to work. Also, be more tactful when dealing with passwords and access codes. One of the fundamentals in financial adage is not to provide banking details to anyone unless it is part of a registered transaction and you must always ensure that apps download